Hello, welcome to another edition of the Librarians by the Sea podcast presented by the Swampska Public Library. And I'm Susan Connor, the Assistant Director of the Library. Our topic today is the Humphrey House, which I think is a really key element in Swampskit history. Today, the Humphrey House is the home of the Swampskit Historical Society. But before this, it has had a long and interesting existence. My guest today is Molly Connor, who is the president of the Swampscott Historical Society and who knows a lot about the house. Thank you for joining me today, Molly. Happy to be here. All right. I've always driven past the Humphrey House and I can see it all the time. But can you tell me what it is that's kind of important about the Humphrey House? So the Sir John Humphrey House um, it really is important to Swampscott and is not even seen by everyone as they pass by. I've spoken to many town people that don't even know it's there. It's a hidden gem for sure. Um, it is a first period house, um, which are the earliest homes built by the first period of colonists who permanently settled here. Um, it, it is a memorial house to Sir John Humphrey um, because we can't say for sure that it is from 1637. Um, we think it was built by him and he brought framing and bricks um, from England, but we can't confirm it without doing the, the dendrochronology as it's called. It's a, it's a dating uh, science of dating using a timber and you take a core of the, of the growth rings to date things. If we had that information, we would know if this house could be one or the oldest wooden framed house in North America. Um, Sir John Humphrey was the first deputy governor of the Mass Bay Company. Um, after his arrival in 1634, he was active in running the new colony. He came with his wife, Lady Susan, and uh, their children. Well, that's certainly an important person just in um, Massachusetts history, not just Swampscott history. Um, can you uh, tell us uh, um, about some of the other people that have lived here over the years at the Humphrey House or what has now become the Humphrey House? Right, so John Humphrey was here only really for a few years. Uh, his wife, Lady Susan, really didn't like the new world as it turns out and she went back to England and he ended up going off to the Caribbean. Um, but he did sell the house, the property to um, Lady Deborah Moody in 1641 and the property was about the size of Swampscott. Uh, she was one of the first women landowners in the new world. She left however after being excommunicated by her church in Salem due to her Anabaptist beliefs. There have been nine other owners, um, and if you drive around town, you'll notice their, their names in the street names and the beach. So we have Burrow, Mudge, King, and it's King, that the third owner was uh, King, Daniel King, and King's Beach was named after him. Well, that's quite a few rather famous names around town. I like that. I understand one of the really unique things about the Humphrey House is that it was moved at one point. It hasn't always been at that location. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I, I can, yes. Um, it was moved um, because of land, uh, Swampscott Land Trust, um, the development of the Olmstead District. It was part of the Mudgate. And it was moved in 1891 on large rollers pulled by horses 
and you know, to note, many many buildings around town have been moved, um, especially before we had electricity and plumbing. Um, but yes, it was moved from Elmwood Road. There's a plaque on a house up on Elmwood Road, um, and moved down to the edge of the uh, Olmstead District Development on Paradise Road. Oh, isn't that something? And I, I can just imagine a house being lifted up and put big, big rollers and just rolled. Wow, that is impressive. Mm. Can you tell us a little bit about what it's like on the inside? Um, I've only ever driven by and seen the outside, but where it is such an old house, can you see some of the original house in there? Oh yes, we have a, a lot of the house, a lot of the beams. Uh, there are brickwork inside the walls that are original. We have the oyster shell installation that was crushed. Um, you can see a little window. On the second floor, we have a memorial sort of museum room to the house and a lot of the artifacts that people have given us over the years. Um, but also in, in that room, you can see the, the summer beams going across the ceiling. You can see these different kinds of um, decoration done by Native Americans in the area um, from the 1700s that are, that are on the walls. So when you tour the house, you really kind of step back in time. It is a, it is a house that people have lived in all these hundreds of years. Um, so there are some updates. Um, one thing that was lost when they moved the house was the giant chimney. It was 16 wide, you know, it had hearth um, um, fireplaces you could step into, but by moving it, I think it was too much of a, a burden to move all those bricks. So the rest of the house was moved. Um, but yes, you can see the, the beams, you can see the lean-to on the back. Um, so we'd really love to do that dendrochronology to find out um, if it's really the, these boards. They, they said that when um, uh, Humphrey came over, they had in the ships, they brought, you know, timber from other structures over and, and bricks. And so that's the story we have. So we, we we're pretty excited by that. So we'd love to do that dendrochronology at some point. Wow. And so some of the beams in there probably came all the way from England in the hold of a ship somewhere. Um, maybe it was a status thing of his time that... Um, yeah, it, it would have been a, a larger house for sure. Um, it would have been one of the bigger houses around um, as it was such a new colony. I mean, there are many older, you know, first period homes in, in Marblehead and Ipswich and Salem. Um, but this would have been more of a uh, more of a farm as opposed to being in town, but but of substantial um, structure. Wow. Well, I'm I'm impressed that I've learned something here today about the the beams coming over and the various different uh, people who have lived there over the time. Those are all names that I recognize from Swampscott history: Burl and Lady Moody. Um, so I I think it's very cool that a building has survived all the way from that time period all the way to today. Um, and I hope it stays there for many years to come. So thank you very much, uh, Molly, for talking to me today and sharing what you know. All right. I was happy to be here and uh, the Historical Society um, loves to share our knowledge. And we are a group that's a social, a private, uh, we do programs we have volunteer opportunities we have a new facebook page um, we'd love to have new members 
we're privately funded and um, you know all that works together a society where you know we get together and 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 talk and discuss and um, if anyone out there would like to be a member please contact us they can find you on their on your Facebook page yes excellent that's wonderful thank you so much Molly I appreciate your time and I'll talk to you again soon okay. happy to be here thank you so much bye-bye bye-bye